0: That kind of nerd, let's start the show With comics, movies, and technology, here we go Bringing you the
1: segments that you're looking for Like Cape Talk screens, a stream, tech
0: perspective, and more
1: Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton.
0: What up? <laughs>
1: ah, the energy level at an all-time high with a grumble from Mr. Thornton. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hi. Bienvenue. Bienvenue. Welcome. Come on in. Oh, that's better. All right. It's from Blazing Saddles. If this is your first episode, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkinnerd.com, learn a little bit about us, and learn about our show, and then just jump headfirst into this episode. All right. Well, I don't want to mince words. I just want to jump right headfirst into this thing. Let's get this episode started talking about the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. So let's start with a teaser trailer that we got with a new Michael B. Jordan movie, because we all love Michael B. Jordan, and we all love Tom Clancy. It's a Tom Clancy movie. This is two for two. I'm i I'm stoked for this. The movie without remorse. We got a little teaser for it. Uh, starring Michael B. Jordan as the character, which name I just have, but I totally just lost. John Kelly. There we go. John Kelly. Thank you. Appreciate that. Apparently, this is a highly popular character of Tom Clancy's uh previously known as John Clark, who was portrayed by none other than Willem Dafoe in 1994's Clear and Present Danger, Leah Shriver in 2002's Some of All Fears, and then for this new movie, the, the names Keanu Reeves, Gary Sinise, and Tom Hardy were thrown around, but we now have Michael B. Jordan.
0: Brian, if I said to you, this is a movie about a special ops soldier who goes on a path to avenge his wife's murder only to find himself inside a larger conspiracy. You would say that sounds a whole lot like a ton of movies. uh, Let's just think of one recently, recently movie show something. My gosh, I'm too tired to play this game. Can you give me an actor? Yes. John Uh, Bernthal. Oh yeah. The Punisher. Yeah. So this is like, this is like Michael B. Jordan is the Punisher. I don't think it's going to be as violent. Uh, No, that's the thing. I don't think it's going to be as good. So, uh, you know, I like Tom Clancy. Yes. Right. I I like this sort of thing story. I know that Michael B. Jordan can pull off tactical. Um, I'm not sure he can pull off avenging the loss of a wife. Like, I just don't, I don't see that, but. Oh, okay. And this is like, also Cam, uh, I think it's gigandit. I like that dude. Um, he's like a nobody actor. He's been in a a bunch of B movies. Oh, he was in Easy A. Um, um, but I actually do like him in in a in a Spec Ops role like this. And did I see John Singleton directing? Did yes, yeah. I I mean, this is definitely going to get a watch. I just, you know, I don't know that it's going to be anywhere close to as good as Punisher. But i we saying that just because of of on
1: spec or. Like, I, I'm confused as to to why this one is is not as excited as you heard like Jack Ryan and we heard John Krasinski. You know, it, it took thirteen hours in in uh
0: Benghazi right? Benghazi. In Benghazi
1: to like really sell us on John Krasinski as an action star. So just just curious as to to why this doesn't get the, the instant seal of approval.
0: Because as I mean, I don't see Michael B. Jordan as a good choice like I'd much rather have seen Keanu Reeves or Tom Hardy. Like easily.
1: Yeah, but didn't we didn't people I'm not saying you, I'm saying didn't people say the same thing about John Krasinski? Like, oh no, bad no, Baldwin Chris. Because Pine thirteen hours was Ryan.
0: way before. Thirteen hours was way before Jack Ryan. Sure. So he had already done it. But like Black Panther was
1: pretty awesome and Michael well, mm. B. Jordan is pretty tactical in moments and I, I,
0: I think this no. has more to do with the fact that the trailer is just a dude with Let's, a projection screen over his face. Just a than yeah. yeah, it's a teaser, and anything else. It's a teaser. Show me a real trailer before I actually get excited about this. Honestly, like they what they could have done with I did not. I didn't. His character in, in Black Panther was my least favorite part of Black Panther. Like what they could have done with the character, uh, yes. they missed the mark. He could have been way scarier. Way more tactical. He wasn't like for for all the people that he had, uh, you know, scarred on his body that he had killed. He should have been like way scarier. And again, that might be as much Michael B. Jordan as the person writing the role. So like I say again, I'm not sure he can pull this off. All right.
1: Well, I'm optimistic. Michael B. Jordan will,
0: will do really well. I like him. I like him in everything. I haven't
1: watched anything that Michael B. Jordan's in. And not thoroughly enjoyed it's it. Wallace. He is Wallace. Where is, is Wallace? that? A wire
0: reference. Yes, that's
1: a wire reference. Oops. All right. Let's go from uh, the acting talent of Michael B. Jordan to the I don't know what of Nicolas Cage, because that is an actor who is known for his, his oddball roles. Right. In, in cult films. The man has an Academy Award, uh, but also I think has a couple of Razzies under his belt. He's, he's got a reputation. But Nick Cage is going to take it one step further, right? And he is going to be playing a character, Nick Cage, in another movie. And the movie is called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. He's just a dude playing another dude disguises another dude dead to himself. There's no trailer. There's no footage. I've got nothing for it. I just read Nicholas Cage playing Nicholas Cage in a movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent.
0: Of course, Nick Cage is in that movie. Okay, so... I actually had to look up Metacinema to figure this out. Uh, so a mode of filmmaking in which the film informs the audience they are watching a work of fiction often references its own production working against narrative conventions that aim to maintain the audience suspension of disbelief.
1: Uh <laughs> <coughs> <sighs> What I feel like it's a little bit like a like a adaptation or John Malkovich kind of
0: kind of thing. It's gonna break the fourth wall, like a bunch. Right, right. But like they, they all right. So examples of this, like Brian. Oh, there's saying, examples. Please, yes, yes. Clockwork Orange, right? Okay. Um, Blazing Saddles, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, F- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really, any fourth wall breaking type of thing. I don't Fight Club, like. We're gonna put Nick Cage in something like that. Mm. <laughs> Nick Cage is a good actor, man. Yeah, he's a good actor, and he just
1: nineteen ninety two, dude. He, he just takes. He, he makes is. a choice, he, and he just he goes. makes
0: <laughs> big choices. Choices. He swings for the fences, and he is apparently in a ton of debt to the U.S. government, <laughs> so he has to take every job he can. He is. <sighs>
1: I have a feeling that if if the three of us wrote a movie. Uh, and, of course, Brian, mm. taking his massive Hollywood prowess, uh, fixes it for us. Mm, uh, yes. Then Nick Cage needs a paycheck so badly that he would probably show up, uh, you know, for the movie. I'm just saying. To Maybe. see it or to star in it? Yes, both. He will not only star in it, but buy all the tickets and the concessions. It's a lot of concessions for one man. Uh, he's, I mean, it's Nick Cage. He's, he's going to be nine different people in all those seats. Got to share the popcorn. This joke is not working the way you want it to. Sure, it was a joke.
0: Mm, I don't like this idea.
1: Well, listen, before we get into the world of comics and TV, I
0: want to take a moment just to let you know that... Brian's really sleepy. <laughs> it was It was when he passed out onto his desk is when I thought, maybe we should let the guy go sleep. So we're we're, we're going to let him go. Or yeah. maybe he's starring in a movie where he plays Brian Thornton. <gasps> Wait,
1: isn't Kevin Feige producing a movie of his life?
0: Suspension of disbelief, everyone.
1: There we go. Anyway... That's happening. So, let's talk about the world of comics. See if it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But how is it affecting Josh and I? That's goddamn right. That's what we're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! <laughs> it's not as good as when, when Brian does it, but he's not here. Uh, Joshua Burns, I was uh, so fed up this, this week with two things that are surrounding the world of DC Comics. And okay. I, 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 I we have this podcast. I think I would take the, my... This time to put a soapbox up and, and stand up for a little bit and talk. Okay. <clears throat> there was, oh god, the Joker movie, Uh yeah. with Walking Phoenix, across the billion dollar mark. Good. It is the first like rated R movie or ever ever, ever yes to do this huge massive runaway success yep. hasn't even debuted in China yet. There you right? go. And making metric fuck tons of money. Right. Yep. So, as Brian uh, loves to state out, when movies like this make a fuck ton of money, of course uh, a studio is going to greenlight a sequel regardless. Right. So, all these rumors this week were saying, hey, it's happening, guys. We're getting a Joker sequel. What do you want to see out of a Joker sequel? We're getting a Joker sequel. And I'm, I'm tearing out my hair all week. And then finally, thank God today, Todd Phillips came out and says – yeah, no that that isn't happening. This this isn't this isn't going to happen. I'm not. I don't have anything in the plans for this.
0: Uh, that's not what he said. He what? did he did not say it's not happening. Okay, what did he, what did he say? He said I don't have a contract to write a sequel. Is that it? That's all he said. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, he said while Joaquin and I have talked about it, and while touring the world with Warner Brothers executives, going to Toronto and Venice and other places, of course, we're sitting at dinner and they're saying, "So have you thought about dot dot dot." But talking about contracts, there's not a contract for us to even write a sequel. We've never approached Joaquin to be in a sequel. Will that happen? Again, again, I think the article was just anticipatory at best. All right, so he's casting crap on the Hollywood Reporter's article, saying that there was basically that's all report. he's and if there, in no in no, no way, way he hasn't said I have a plan for one because he knows just like everybody else, if it makes dollars, it makes sense. <laughs> and right. Regardless of, you know, I mean, everybody, this this movie, whether people saw it or not, and a lot of people saw it, Um, if they didn't see it the first time around, it generated so much buzz that likely they're, they're going to go see that and the sequel. Right. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. It just for some reason, it never had a convenient showtime uh, in an AMC theater.
1: And, and and I know that Joaquin Phoenix has very little desire to do a sequel. Now, one of two things could happen. Obviously, they could bring the Warner Brothers, you know, dump truck of money up to the door and say, "Knock, knock, knock! You're fucking doing a sequel." Or they just say, "Fine, we'll just get somebody else." Like the Joker doesn't need to be you. That's not a big deal, right? Uh which terrifies me.
0: I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, uh, you know, people are. Apparently they feel some kind of way about Arthur Fleck as Joker guy. You know, I just don't I don't think you can replace him and get the same effect, but I haven't seen the movie, so I don't fucking know. Surprise surprise, replacing somebody in a sequel may not get you
1: as much money, but at the same time will get you money. Like it will still probably be a, a net
0: positive. Yeah. Uh, and uh, no nobody like the crazy thing about this article uh in the show notes here like Joker director, the first line, Joker director Todd Phillips has spoken. He spoke ambiguously at best. <laughs> this is not a I have spoken kind of moment. This was ah, well, we're leaving the door open. Uh like at best, that's like if you if you've seen uh the way that Pinocchio speaks in Shrek, that's <laughs> basically He's, on the contrary, I'm possibly more or less not definitely rejecting the idea that in no way with any amount of uncertainty that I undeniably do or do not know where he shouldn't probably be if that in- indeed wasn't where he isn't, is what he said. Oh, I was Good. reading that. That's,
1: That's fine. I don't care. You still were able to read it and do it. See, here's <laughs> here's the, the thing that started it all, right? It was the Hollywood Reporter. This was their headline. Are you ready for the, the headline of this one? Mm-hmm. joker sequel in the works as todd phillips eyes more dc origin uh, origin movies so not only does he want to do a no, sequel he wants to do other dc he origin wants to do movies. other dc origin movies this goes, is this you is guys some... seem
0: to like this let me go forward and do another one this is some cat that like that like Saw Todd Phillips walk into some cafe somewhere and like sat in the booth behind him <laughs> while Todd Phillips was talking to some, I don't know, rando friend about what's possible right. and made a story of it. Like, it, it's is it is it responsible journalism? No. Does it create a buzz? Unfortunately. But, I mean, really, any, any more what journalism is really responsible. So, it, look, it's ridiculous. And Todd Phillips said... Like, no, while shaking his head, yes. And then yes, <laughs> while shaking his head, no. <laughs> so it just doesn't. <laughs> uh, all the while sitting with a shrug. Like, know, I mean, what you got to do? do? I mean, uh, it, it is crazy to see
1: the amount of money that this movie has has pulled in. You know, 70 million, in 70 million in the 70 million in the UK, you know, 50 million in France, 43 million in Mexico. Like. It it's pulling money in all over the place, and because the budget was a shoe, you know, shoestring and, and a couple of peanut shells, uh, you know, everything it makes is just profit at this point. Uh so I And, I, and the I, thing
0: is the like CJ, do you think that was the budget a product of Todd Phillips saying, you know, I I think I can do more with less here? Or was or was it the studio going, like, we don't think this is going to work at
1: all? I think it was, we don't think this is going to work at all. And uh, Todd Phillips being, the, you know, uh, just a Hanover director. Right. And going to Joaquin Phoenix, who, again, while an, a, a great actor, is just an actor's actor, right? Like, no pe- no one goes to go see the Joaquin Phoenix no, movie. No, he's
0: an artsy fucking
1: guy. Right, going, oh, well, if Todd Phillips is passionate about it, he could probably get Joaquin to f- do it for less. And we'll just kinda of do this with as as little money as we can. And they're just going, Oh my god, this is actually working. Here's a little bit more money. Just a little bit. And going. It's like if, if you ask your like you ask your parents for an allowance and they're like, Well, you ha- you do it if you mow the lawn. Alright, well, how much do I get? Fifteen bucks. And they give you fifteen dollars. But you do a really good job and you mow the lawn. They're like, Alright, well here's twenty. Keep the change. That's what this was like.
0: So like and and you said, you know, Todd Phillips, who you said basically was the what what hang, the, the hangover? hangover guy, yeah, but that's like taking away from his his role as the foot fetish guy in Road Trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, here's what's funny: uh, IMDb has Joker two as announced. <laughs> so, <laughs> because um, of this, the stupid Hollywood Reporter thing. Well, it has him as the rumored director, right? Um, obviously, and and nothing else really. Um, my 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 thing my thing is this: there is nothing that says Todd Phillips has to be in any way associated with the seat. Correct. Um, and they could they could bring in anybody, right? You know, so I'm not really like I don't I don't care if Todd Phillips is involved or not, mainly because I didn't see the movie and it's already done a bajillion dollars, right? So actually.
1: It really has done a bajillion dollars. You're right. Right. Uh, Wow. I mean, so. Not even a a joke.
0: And, you know, it's it's a Joker movie. I'm going to see it, but it's just going to have to wait until it hits iTunes. Uh, The thing is, I wouldn't put it past Warner Brothers, and I wouldn't put it past
1: DC right now. No. To say, this is the only thing working. Holy crap. Let's. Let's go. It's not only do critics like it, but fans like it. And it made a fuck ton of money. It made Avengers money with
0: way less above a budget. Like, didn't didn't Vincent crew get this done one time with Billy Walsh by starting a rumor? Like, didn't this happen yes. on Entourage? This is exactly how it happens for Entourage. I'm just saying, you know, Ari Gold is a genius.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other thing that came around DC, oh, man, it, again, it hit critical mass this week. It never ends. This goddamn release the Snyder cut movement. It it is it has been it has been going on since 2017 where people are just utterly convinced that when Jack when when Zack Snyder left the movie and Joss Wheaton picked it up, that Zack Snyder had a le he had a vision, he had a cut, and he was ready to go. It was gonna be darker and edgier, way better than the shit that Joss Wheaton turned out. Uh and, and people just won't stop tweeting about it. And now I'm not just talking about just weird people. Gal Gadot tweeted it as well. And so did fucking Ben Affleck release a Snyder cut. I mean,
0: okay, I, all right. Here's here's the next part. Uh, you're you're saying it's not cool for actors to be like, "Give me more royalties." <laughs> well, that's
1: that's the other part. It, it, I don't know if they're going to get any more royalties off. Of it. What? Why wouldn't they? I I don't. Oh, I don't it's know how, a separate. It's a separate production. Uh, that's the thing. I don't. But I don't know how that works because
0: it was it's still the same production. It's but it's not. But it, but I thought it was like That's why, like, the, if, if these had- people get I, I would imagine I would imagine that these actors get, you know, fractions of a cent every time someone watches it on Netflix or something. You know, know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, so yes. It's the same exact idea. Well, so like uh, for here's the example
1: and here's why this is a problem, right? Uh, Kevin Smith, our beloved Kevin Smith beloved. came out and came out and said, hey, you know. Warner Brothers, this would be a really good move to maybe get some extra subscribers for your HBO, HBO Max thing. If you put the Snyder Cut of Justice League on there, I'm sure you get a couple million subscribers just right off the bat. I mean, it's a valid point. If this was on their streaming service, people would probably jump on it. But this is an unfinished movie. This does not have all the special effects done, right? It doesn't have all the, the right color gray. I mean, it's not finished. It's just a bare bone shot of a movie. And to hire somebody to fix it or to go ahead and 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 do any kind of, God forbid they do a reshoot, right? It's going to cost them way more money than it's worth. Because, Josh, and this is the part I did look into, because the movie wrapped, all their contracts are done. So if you did a reshoot, you have to repay them to go ahead and do these reshoots. And I, I don't think you're going to be able to get all their schedules to work back together. But the thing is that really gets me mad is that I, I, I don't think that and the, the article that I have in the show notes. does a really good job. It goes release. The Snyder cut proves that fanboys don't understand film. And, and, and it's not so much that, Hey, it's not finished and you're not going to be fine with that because when the the Wolverine movie leaked, people watched that without its finished effects. But it's the fact that this, this movie just like, isn't ready to tell you a cohesive story. It, it's a rough cut of a movie that a guy had to leave to to do this. Like, this isn't something that's finished. It's not going to be what you want it to be. And asking for this and asking for the reshoots or asking for them to finish it costs way much more money than this streaming service will ever get them. So I'm just, uh, I don't understand why there's people are still holding on to this from 2017. I mean, am I out of my mind here? Am I, am I the crazy person?
0: I don't think you're crazy. I just think it's another point of view. Uh, if If a bunch of people are like, hey, let's see it. Okay, well, I mean, then let's see it, right? I mean, who cares? Is it going to hurt you to see it? Probably not. I mean, it's not going to hurt you, but I mean,
1: if you were to listen to this show, listen nerd, without all the editing that we do, I don't think you would hang around every single week and listen to us. I think a few of you would. Well, only because of the tangents and the bullshit. The tangents, the bullshit, the ums, the uhs. Hold on. Let me go to the bathroom. Let me go grab a seltzer, like the breaks that are in there. The things where I, I I start a a segue and restart the segue like that stuff isn't fun
0: to watch and imagine that in a movie is there version. a scenario in here where I get to watch Ben Affleck go to the bathroom
1: <laughs> like yeah. is that is that happening that that is yeah yeah uh, you going to see I, his I, gigantic I... phoenix tattoo on his back yeah, as I'll he goes to, to the bathroom that. in the bath
0: suit why not
1: but all right so let me ask you a question if, if, they, if they if they are you a pro. Release the Snyder Cut, person, or are you just say let people enjoy what they enjoy? I, I, I'm I'm missing your stance on this. Uh, I'll see it, right? I but 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 are you asking for them to release it, or if it's out, I'll watch it? Because those if are two different out, camps. If
0: it's out, I'll watch it. Like I don't, whether they release it or not, I don't care. Okay, right? But if if people, uh, whose opinions about comic books I respect are saying you should do this, Kevin Smith. Then I'm in. I mean, yeah, okay. Well, if Kevin Smith says this is not a bad idea, then you should probably no, do it. I,
1: I don't think Kevin Smith was saying this, is, this isn't a bad idea. I'm just saying it sounds like a great way to drive
0: your subscriber count for HBO Max. Well, it would, but he says if even Batman is calling for it, it's time to release it. So he is saying you should uh, release okay. it. That was his tweet. Yeah, but then the second half of sounds like it would be a great subscriber. It, drive for well, HBO. He's that them, sounds so more, that's right, more he's, ton in
1: cheek to me than it does. He's sincerity. saying
0: if even Batman is calling for it, it's time to release a Snyder cut. Right. And then he's given the the studio the financial reason to do it. OK, I took it more ton in cheek than than actual. Sincerity. I mean, it's a, g- a good way for him to, uh, you know, give Affleck shit. <laughs> but they're friends nice. now. They're friends now. Well, they've always been friends. It's well, they, no, they had a falling out for a while. Well, okay, but that's friends have falling out. You know what I mean? They, that happens. It right. happens. But this is, well, who cares? You know okay. what I mean? It's, to if he, if he didn't like it, he would have said giant fucking spider. You know what I mean? <laughs> What if he doesn't like it? What if there is a giant fucking spider? If there's a, a giant Cut? fucking spider, Kevin Smith is going to freak out. All right. That makes sense. All
1: right. Well, listen, listener. I would love to hear, listen. Listen, nerd. OK, nerd. I would love to hear your perspective then on this Snyder Cut debacle. Do you think it's something that we should uh, release? Is, is it something that you think people are going to enjoy or is this just a stupid nitpicky thing? And I, I'm being just totally out of left field. I want to hear your thoughts. But what I would like to do right now is uh, do my favorite hobby in the goddamn worlds where I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and then I ask this gentleman right now for his tech perspective. Mm. Uh, Joshua Burns. Yes, sir. Uh, a, a while ago. A while. Uh, the mad scientist slash maybe Bond villain Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, was talking about how his company Tesla will be making a pickup truck. Yes. And he said, it's going to look like something straight out of Blade Runner. It's going to be totally scientific. It's going to look like nothing you've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. To which we looked at the other cars in the Tesla lineup and said, I mean, they're pretty cool looking and they're pretty neat, but, you know, they look like cars, so we'll be fine, guys. Well, this week, Elon Musk unveiled the Cybertruck and, uh, dude, it's a bunch of angry triangles. Uh, it is something literally out of Blade Runner. If you have not seen this, I need you to go to the show notes right now, look at the image in this article, and know that's an actual vehicle that they're asking for money for. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious, as the only car person on this show, yep, what you think about this this truck? Uh the the triangle? Yes, that the 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 low pixel
0: pixel rendered. Uh, Pick up. Um, I think uh shut up and take my money. For real. Right fucking now. Uh, tell me more. Like, does uh, he right. have the car? Dude, for first and foremost, this is a okay. This vehicle seats six people. Yes. Goes zero to sixty in two point nine seconds, and out toes basically every pickup truck on the market in the price range and for 14,000 pound that's a seven ton towing capacity (laughs) all-wheel drive 16 uh, it's on a full truck chassis giant clearance 16 inch ground clearance yep and seats more people than any quad cab currently available from ford chevy gmc whatever sure at a more attractive price point like you can get something that is as fast as a Tesla model S model three performance version for the same price, but can tow and has a pickup bed. Oh, which they call the vault and it's completely <laughs>
1: concealed. It is pretty awesome. That's so that like, part you don't cool.
0: have to spend money on an extra bed liner. You're not going to have to buy any fancy accessories for this, for this thing. Like, I'm not kidding when I say if I ever bought a pickup truck, this would probably be the only one I ever bought. That is
1: shocking to me the The other part too for especially for an e v right for an electric vehicle this has a five
0: hundred mile range, which by the way is two hundred miles longer than any of the other models we yes. currently have that go that fast yeah the
1: uh, the other car that's supposed to have that that mile range is the new coming up Tesla Roadster which will cost way more than this car. This car starts at $39,900.
0: That doesn't sound right. I think it starts at $60K, $59K. No, it starts at $39,000. The truck.
1: The truck truck starts at $39,900. That is the starting cost of the truck. And a pre-order is only $100. I'm not
0: kidding you. This grant, this car is forty grand. That's well, it. All right. So you're you're able to pre-order any Tesla using yes. Apple Pay, and it's a hundred dollars. Um, that's true. It, I, I know it's at thirty nine, but that's for the rear wheel drive model. Right, I, I said it, it starts at this. Correct. Yes. Oh, okay. Three all versions, right. All right. All right. Three versions of the truck: a two
1: hundred and fifty, a three hundred, and a five hundred mile range, respectively. And the starting cost of this truck, if you just want to get the entry level one, is only thirty nine thousand. $900, which I know I'm saying only in the sense of like, I don't fucking have that laying around. However, for a vehicle like
0: this, that is insane. Look at, I would be, I would be going tri-motor all-wheel drive. That thing is 70K. I would be paying the extra $7,000 for the full self-driving yes. feature. Now listen, people are like, oh, $77,000. That's crazy. This is going to be less than 60 in a year with low miles because the people that buy this aren't going to be truck guys. (laughs) And that doesn't include any of the tax incentives that you get for buying an electric vehicle, by the way. Right. So when I looked at, um, you really looked into this, didn't you? I, Oh, I absolutely looked into this and, and it, it came, it came up specifically. Um, our, our good friend, Craig is a truck guy. Um, and Craig was freaking out because, uh, somebody posted a picture of the Mustang I think it was you. It was me. Um and uh, who, the the for, the all-electric Mustang SUV because I love Mustangs. But it's not it, 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 A it's not a Mustang and B. I know they're calling it that, <laughs> I know, but, I, know it, I know. Right. So the electric Mustang which is not only not a Mustang but is a sedan <laughs> or like a crossover. It's a crossover. Yeah. Flavor, it's ridiculous. Um is is going to be the same price as a fully loaded Tesla Model 3 performance edition, which just blows it right out of the water. And <clears throat> the same price actually uh five to ten thousand dollars more than a slightly used um Tesla uh model S, like the the super high-end P90 D version. Um is that the one that goes ludicrous? I'm not making a yeah, joke. It yes, actually l- goes ludicrous. Yes, ludicrous speed, track okay. mode, the yep. whole nine. Like I would I would Absolutely, take one of those absolutely. at ten thousand dollars. It's fifty k, ten thousand dollars less than this Ford EV, which I don't want. Um, so this thing, if I'm looking at the Cybertruck the same way I'm looking at other Tesla vehicles, like, legitimately in two years when it's time for me to, when when my when when my BMWs paid off, like this is absolutely something I would look at. This is okay. Like, and without Are you question, cool with the aesthetic? Uh, like the aesthetic is, is Dude, appealing this to is you? listen, I, I see Tesla's on the road all the time and I'm kind of like, eh, all right. It, it you know, yeah, it looks a little, it looks a little future-y. Um, This thing does look like it's fucking straight out of Blade Runner for sure. I mean, it is, it is interesting as hell Um, to look at, but the, the idea that like this would comfortably seat my family, and everything that i would ever need like to take down the shore with us would fit neatly oh yeah into well, the cargo area of this truck plus um the front i st- i calculated just just gas savings alone over the period of ownership on a vehicle like this uh, uh, this thing uh, when i i mean it's a car never pays for itself right um but the cost of owning this vehicle is significantly better than the cost of owning almost any gas-powered vehicle. I also want to put in perspective that if this is straight out of Blade Runner, which it looks like,
1: remember Blade Runner takes place November twenty nineteen. Like it takes place right now. It's the time of this recording. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I mean, the the future is nigh, sir. Uh, it, I am. It surprised. is. It is they, a triangle. They yes, and and they were doing a, a great demo. They had a, a truck door right. And they had the Tesla sitting on the stage, and they took a sledgehammer to the truck door, right, and hit it, and it dented, of course, because you know that's what truck doors do. But they went to this thing and said, "Hey, this is the same metal that we're using to build spaceships for mm-hmm. SpaceX," and they hit it with a sledgehammer, and I think they broke the sledgehammer. They didn't really; there's nothing happened to the truck. Then they took these big metal like ball bearings, right, and dropped them from a great height on glass. And, of course, what fucking happens, the glass shattered. Then they take it to their Tesla glass, right, the super strong bulletproof glass, and they drop it and nothing happens. So then the designer is welcomed on stage by Elon Musk, and he goes, hey, throw one of those fucking balls right at the window. So he goes, you got a boss? Throws it at the window, and it breaks the window. <laughs> now, it doesn't go through, but it breaks the window. And Elon's like, oh, shit, all right. And he goes, well, you want me to do the other window? And he's like, yeah, surely that won't break. And they throw the bottle, the ball right out the other window, which of course it bounces right off of after it breaks the window. And they're like, "Well, at least it didn't go through." Huh? It it's a through.
0: bulletproof body, right? But which were, is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. Yes. And look at if if you're just like, ah, uh, I'm in the mode. I you know I want to try out a Cybertruck. Look, you, you can get a Cybertruck for the same price you'd pay for like a Honda Accord. I'm I'm <laughs> not kidding. Yeah, I'm right? not kidding. This is interesting. I did
1: not think you would be on board for this.
0: I'm I'm super on board for this. Um, oh, yes. After after like after watching what Tesla's done um, for the performance aspect of the vehicle, yes. Um, but I mean, I, I really that's I care about. Uh, look, if I if I need to pass a ton of people, I mean, how quickly can I go from seventy to 110? Oh, really, fucking quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then, you know, all the reasons I don't want a truck are like, you know, it's big, it's stupid, it's ugly. Right. Um, (laughs) The technology isn't fantastic. Okay. So far, two out of three ain't bad. It's a dog. (laughs) Um, Like, I just, this, this takes away a lot of my issues with a pickup truck and seats my entire family comfortably and looks like something out of a fucking sci-fi flick. (laughs) Also, and not only does it not only does it have like a like it doesn't have just a regular lift gate; it has a ramp. Yeah, it's a ramp, and then the frunk of this truck, the frunk, the frunk—that's what they call it. The frunk
1: also doubles as a cooler because there's no fucking engine there, so put whatever you want. Doubles is a cooler. Bo- I'm on board. This is a, this is I am shocked by this. All right, well that I okay, listener, it's unpredictable. It's going to happen. All right. I didn't know this was going to happen. I'm also curious about this, because I know you dropped this in to, to our notes, Josh. It says, get an incredible Batman. I'm uh, sorry. Get an incredible Lego Batmobile for Black Friday 2019. Now, yep. we're, t- we're talking about uh, a car that that looks like it could be made of Legos. But what are we talking about with with this topic here?
0: Lego is releasing a ridiculous Batmobile. It's 250 bucks. <sighs> Uh, it's the nineteen eighty nine Batmobile. It looks badass uh thirty three hundred pieces. it's two feet long it's a That's, two foot it's a two foot long eight inch wide four inch tall batmobile um like tell me that you don't see Paul doing a time lapse assembly <laughs> of this
1: yes, friend of the show Paul Castillo would totally do. This, I mean, him Lego.
0: and Dre and Edwin sitting there, time lapse, putting this fucking thing together. Oh,
1: I'm thinking the same thing of Andrew Capilla, friend of the show. Andrew Capilla is
0: also a big Lego fanatic as well. Uh, and what I I think I read that this thing comes with a rotating display. Yes, I read that as well. It's also two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, it seems worth it for these dudes. Okay, I don't. I mean, as far as Lego sets, it's yes, it seems expensive. But how I many how many Lego sets are you buying? Hold on. There are, th- are 3,300 pieces and two feet long. The cockpit slides
1: open to reveal yeah. the two seats. And if you turn the turbine exhaust, a pair of machine guns pops out. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's actually pretty fucking cool. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs>
0: that's pretty cool. Like, I mean, it just... Ah, dude, have you looked through these pictures, dude? I have. I was mean,
1: looking through the pictures. It is it is pretty incredible.
0: It's awesome. If I had any patience or was in any way inclined, I would absolutely buy. It. Isn't this a
1: scenario where you can throw money at it and just have a group of people assemble the Legos for you? You're probably
0: right. I but mean, like just, that that kind of seems like a shit <laughs> thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, I, this sounds I, like a you know, service. This sounds like right. Something but you would, like, if you're if if you're if you're going to buy a Lego set, you should probably put it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, listen, like if you're, if, you're, you're, if jumping... you're the kind of asshole that is like, I bought these Legos, you put it together <laughs> and I'm going to display it. Like, come on.
1: You're driving around in your Tesla Cybertruck, Josh. You don't have time to put Lego sets together. That's what I'm saying. You have six people. You put three people in the back of your cyber truck. It's stable, right? It's, it's a smooth ride. They can go ahead and put it
0: together while you're driving around, going to the beach. Uh, So like the, just for like for scale here the millennium falcon right that's okay. uh eight, that's $800 that's 7500 pieces so i mean it, it seems like it's right in line yeah right i don't i don't know that i have i i'd like to have more specs on this but yeah here we go specs oh my god wait there's specs on the lego okay i want to yeah, hear uh- I want, I want to, to hear Lego the site. specs of a Lego set. Uh, okay, seventy five hundred pieces for for the Millennium Falcon. Uh, it is eight inches high, thirty three inches long, twenty two inches wide. So, like it, it is significantly larger than the Batmobile. Uh, but it's eight hundred dollars for that set. Oh my god, eight hundred dollars for a Lego set. Eight hundred dollars for that Lego I'm set. It cheap. is. I'm too cheap to know that that's a thing. Um, Hogwarts Castle, right, is four hundred dollars. 6,000 pieces. Oh, my God. <clears throat> All right. So, again, smaller than the Star Wars unit. Right. More than double the Batmobile. 22 inches high, 27 wide, 16 deep. I mean, it's. these That's are a big set. Right. It's a big so, boy I mean, set. This is not. This isn't. You're not buying this for your kids. Well, like, yes. you're not. I would hope you're, not. You're not like, ah, well, uh, you know. Hey, Timmy, a, you go ahead and put this Lego together. By the time look, you get puberty, you'll be done. As far as I'm concerned, like the the extent of of Legos you should be buying for kids are like the mixed buckets. Here you go, <laughs> go build blocks. You know what I mean? Like, right. This is this is for people who are serious. This is model building. Uh, this is what model building was when we were kids. Right. Right. Like I would build model cars, and they were always awful because not not I could build them fine, but like painting them, I was I'm just awful at that. But like that, this is this is a serious thing. Well, I I mean. I, I hope you have a happy Christmas. I hope uh, not
1: only does someone purchase it for you, but I hope it comes pre assembled. Would you take it pre assembled? If someone
0: made it, would, would no, you take man. it pre assembled? No, absolutely not. Nope. I mean, I'm not that kind of prick. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to. I don't think it's a prick move. It is. Okay. It is. Like, this is one of those you keep what you kill scenarios. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you so should you're Not the guy mounting the deer on the wall. Wow, that's a nice deer. Yeah, I That's the it from, thing. I would from, never, right, I would okay. never buy, right, never. Right. Like, unless I killed it, it's not going up on my wall. Okay, that makes sense.
1: All right. I can respect that.
0: Uh, I, I got to talk about something I can't respect, though,
1: right? And I already okay. gro- gro- griped, groped? griped, 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 griped. Not Aha. groped. I didn't grope. That would no. be weird. I already griped about uh, the Snyder Cup, but uh, uh, pop sockets. Let, let's talk, people. First off, pop sockets. The things that go on your back of your phone so you can hold it. Uh, step one: learn
0: how to hold your fucking phone. Okay, great. We got that out of the way. You don't need a pop socket anymore. All I thought right. these were just for tripod action. Oh no! Like, oh no, sir! The pop socket. I thought the pop sockets' like main purpose was you flip it out and it's the tripod. Nope. <sighs> okay. That's what it should be. It's probably what it started out with,
1: all intents and focuses on doing that. But it just turned into now I can hold my gigantic phone. But now <sighs> pop sockets. I don't know what you're doing to me. You made an attachment pop sockets called AirPods grip, where you put. Your AirPods in a case, and then you put it on the back of the phone that also now doubles as a pop socket. All right, really, you're okay with this? This is a pop socket's already dumb. Now you're putting well, my AirPods on it. If, that
0: shit's not gonna hold on. Okay, if I if I were the dude that would ever use a pop socket, uh, and I was already gonna have something on the back of my phone, like here's the problem with with this this particular abomination. How do you put this in a pocket? You don't. Like, you already you have, have it off. You already have. Right. At which point it's not doing anything for me. Um, Correct. If you are a lady and you have a lady bag a lady. or you're a dude who always keeps his phone in his messenger bag. I don't know any of those people. But let's say, you know, you go everywhere with a messenger bag and you always keep your phone in it. Then this is probably fine um wait if this is fine if you have a messenger bag. if look if you are a person who keeps their phone in a bag yes this is fine, right because then you don't have but any why, stor- storage issues but why can't you just put uh, the airpods aren't that big you could just keep them in the bag probably in the same oh pocket. no i wouldn't i wouldn't want them i wouldn't want them loose in the bag then i have to look for them no they're in the case what do you mean, loose? There's a big giant case. It's the size of like an iPad it's, charging brick. It's not a big that's not big or giant. In relation like, to a bag, it is. These are my iPod uh, my earpods pro. Yes. This is neither big nor giant. Uh okay. In, but this in, is the this is smaller than a tic-tac box. That's that's about the same size as a tic tac box. No, those are taller. They're this big. Those uh, are taller. Josh Burns, the knower of Turtle Facts and Tic Tac Dimensions. Um, I mean. They're like, and they, they weigh less than a harmonica.
1: <laughs> that is yes,
0: yeah, um, um, one half harmonica. Yeah. So like, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. To, if this is loose in your bag, especially if you're uh, not necessarily an organized person. I've seen uh-huh. uh, some ladies whose bags are, yes, I don't know, Rat-nets. but they run smorshman. Right. Um. But you you'll never be able to locate this. This thing keeps it on the back of your phone that you can always locate now. But you're supposed to use it as the pop socket as well. What, so you're supposed that, to pull it out and then hold your phone by your AirPods case. That's how people use pop sockets, I guess. Great, whatever. Like it, I I'm not that guy. I don't. I have know a pop you're not socket. that guy. I just bought that. What you call it? Battery case. I can't wait till that comes on Monday.
1: Uh, yeah, the new battery case for the iPhone. The new iPhones has a dedicated camera button on it. That's awesome. That's practical. Hey. There's a
0: practical use for that right away. Yeah, I don't, I don't do pop sockets, but that this may, like, say, like it makes sense, I guess. Again, I'm, I'm surprised.
1: Life is like a box of chocolates, and I'm completely surprised. Have you seen this uh, Sony speaker that goes in your neck thing? <laughs> no, it's all right. So, in the proud tradition of, well, I mean, just why the fuck not? headphones resting on your neck it's it's the trend i i I blame i think it was lg who started this yeah the tone lg uh, lg tones i blame you lg but now sony said hey hold my beer i want to do one better not only do i want to put a speaker around your neck while you're sitting down right but i want to hook it up to your television and i want to put a sound bar on your neck sir introducing the srs ws1 immersive wearable speakers first off sony name things better secondly what what well, no just get a soundbar just, just be done with it but no wear it around your neck oh and, and by the way josh josh it uh it vibrates
0: yeah so i, I- I initially thought this was just like the Bose Soundwear, the sunglasses. You mean with the? No, 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 no. The Bose neck pillow uh, speaker guy. There's a. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Bose. Bose did it a year ago.
1: Bose did this first. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Bose was does, the it first a, does it have a?
1: Does it have an FM transmitter for your
0: for your TV? No, that's the thing. So it's not a walking soundbar. Like the. All right. So the Bose thing. Yep. Uh, which I have tried on, um, and did contemplate buying uh was we'll call it not light like it was noticeable on your on your yeah not only that but like Bose does what Bose does or did what they do and they they sort of made it um it was it was imaged properly um so that like if if i was wearing this thing around my neck um and you and i were in the same room i could have it at a volume where i could hear but you couldn't Okay, now that for in in my head that makes complete sense. If I let's say I I need to prepare a meal and I'm gonna be in the kitchen for a while, but don't want to disturb anybody, that's like the only situation in which I would wear something around my neck like that. Right. Um, when I didn't want to wear headphones or didn't want to be wired up or just didn't want to have anything in my ears, that's that makes sense. But like not making sense, justifying spending three hundred dollars. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. The Sony thing. Let's say you spend a hundred nights a year in a hotel. Okay. Okay. Or let's say you're a construction worker who gets put up in hotels regularly for long stretches at a, like an extended stay type of deal. Or, yes. Or you're a first responder and you're always on the road, blah, 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 blah. Like this makes a ton of sense for me because travelers do have a good deal of downtime in a hotel room. And having something that I can easily plug into a TV and have around my neck and really not have to crank the TV up or the TV speakers are shit anyway or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of cool. Right. Um, Again, this is geared toward people with quite a bit of disposable. Income. But also, the, I mean, from
1: what I can tell, it, it it sounds like it's also aimed for your home usage. They're not going after your, your, hey go to the hotel travelers. They're not, they're not aiming that for people on the road. How do you know that? Their marketing material? The marketing material is a dude on a sofa. Oh no, that on like their website. Like there's there's more than just the dude on the sofa. It's everything
0: in the home. Okay. Well, great. I mean, that's just not it doesn't yell home to me. Okay. So maybe a failure of marketing. But like So battery-wise though, this speaker is supposed to last for
1: about seven hours, right? And when it gun and when it when it runs out, charging it all the way will take three hours.
0: That doesn't seem right. That I I agree with you dude. That sounds like something that will explode on me as I wear it yeah. on my shoulders. It sounds like it'd be really hot actually when I put it on my neck. Yeah. Uh look, I'd tell anybody to try it, try it out, you know what I mean? Go to a store that has it, put it on, take a listen. <laughs> but like, mm, I right. don't really Okay.
1: I I think this is ridiculous. I I have I have the situations where uh my kids are running around I'm cooking some dinner or something. I would like to listen or, or watch a show while I cook or just I, I'm watching a show that's inappropriate for children. But, hey, right. like I can still focus on it. And with an Apple TV, I can use my AirPods. But I completely understand the scenarios where you're like, hey, I don't want something in my ear. I would like right. to to not have something in my ears." That's not always comfortable. But I mean, this just looks. Uh, yeah, this looks ridiculous. It can also be attached to your smartphone via cable, but it's really designed for home use. And it hooks up almost like a. uh like a like a subwoofer, I this is weird to me. I I put it in the weird of I I don't know and and I have no desire to 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 try this. So uh, I can't believe Bose made something like this and you've uh, you've tried it before. So yeah, they did it a year ago and and I thought it was ridiculous. So I tried it. It it's. I, not completely ridiculous i, I gotta be, i gotta be honest here josh this this tech perspective is going a wild different way than i thought it would be <laughs> i was aiming for weird and obscure and now i feel like i'm one step away from the next topic is the foldy mate what a fucking dumb thing this is amazing all right well okay all right listener since it's just josh and i i figured out uh, we leave you here I, I think we've covered enough topics and let's be honest if i introduce another one i, I think josh is going to try to make me buy a time chair in florida <laughs> so i don't know what to do anymore so, I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Sneak peek! Next week, I want to talk about Watchmen and Mandalorian because I want to, I want to, you want your baby Yoda. I want you. I you baby Yoda. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Anyway, now that I've done that, thank you for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will talk to you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are back on of nerd. what the fuck but my
0: printer's trying to kill me
1: well yeah after solving a shredder last week
0: dude it just went completely blue and just has this weird freaking code on it now did you
1: get the blue screen of death on your printer I might have I have to google this code continue I'll I'll, I'll continue to talk.